We are valuable people. We're not numbers. We're not entries into someone's ledger. We could never be replaced with AI or with anything else. We are incredibly unique. Our consciousness is nothing that can be bought or sold. We see each other. Who is anybody kidding? The purpose of this show is to give you some encouragement to start your day and to help you get on solid ground because your value is recognized here. If you're a small business owner, a wage worker, or someone trying hard to make it in these challenging times, you're a hero. You are the heroes and the heroines of this show's story. Regardless of your politics or your religious beliefs, your traditions or your tribes, you are the value in this economy. I see you. Everybody sees you. In a world of destruction and degradation, the world should see you for the value that you create. If you're working a job and you have to live in a shelter or in a car, this podcast is dedicated to you. You are seen and you are not alone here. Different people do different things when they wake up. I smell the inside of my nose and I hold onto the bed to make sure I'm really here because I can barely believe it. Then I step outside and make sure the stars are still where they usually are. It's a moment of quiet, anxious wonderment every morning. I suppose one might say I'm an empiricist. Things are what they are. And that's a pretty scary idea for a lot of people. Smell the inside of your nose. Do it right now. I'm Commercial Herschel and I am here to help. Hey, it's Herschel. Smell the inside of your nose. What's going on? I got a story for you today. A little story about satanic hillbillies who go to church because they're clever infiltrators. (laughs) So let's do this little fake ad that lasts 30 seconds. Maybe I'll throw a promo in there. And then after this, Mark. Evoking questions for your smart brain to ponder. 20, 30 minutes tops. Ease into your morning. Bedtime. Wake up. Sleepy time. Without any fear porn or panic media. Smell the inside of your nose. Do it right now. All right, so crazy out to lunch, satanic hillbillies who are so clever. But first I want to say like people out in the country who live in the country, they get such a bad rap. Like I've lived all over and I've lived in cities and worked in cities and I've lived in the country and it's like people get a bad rap. Like, there's so many dumb stereotypes and terrible tropes about people. And if you try to stand up for your country, you get accused of being like a chauvinist or an isolationist or just like, they always have words for people who defend other people. They always have like some word to try to make you look like you're a bad person because you're not buying the narrative that comes off the television. And I do so many podcasts about that. People out in the country get a really bad rap. But that being said, it's the ones who are kind of nuts that are more interesting. Don't, I mean, isn't that... I mean, how many stories can you write about people who get up at the 
early in the morning, get everything done, get their kids to school and then go work. And then, I mean, it's like how, like they're really good, responsible people who take good care of their animals and take good care of the land out here. Like how many stories are, it's the ones that are kind of nuts that are the interesting ones. And so I guess that makes sense, you know. But you got to remember that the vast majority of people who live out in the country are really just decent people who work really hard and are like not bad. Like, (laughs) you know, they're good. Like, and that's not a very popular message nowadays. You're supposed to hate your country. (laughs) Well, that being said, I got a, I got a crazy story. I got a crazy story about crazy out to lunch hillbillies who are tricky Satanists going to church. So, so as much as these crazy satanic weirdo Hicks, Joseph had the opportunity to know for a while, as much as they were moronic and as much as they were insane and just absurdly funny as hell to observe They're getting cut out of Joseph's book. There just isn't room. And they're strange, but not worth it. Here's the thing. Here's Joseph's story. That was maybe going to go into Joseph's book, but then Joseph decided not to put it in his book because you know why. But Zelda is an 80-year-old woman who twisted her children into pretty close to animals, and Joseph is a dude that they were unable to rope into their world. And once they realized that he was not going to be taken advantage of and that he would be a person who defends himself, they cut him loose. They cut him loose from their scene. And it's just as well for Joseph because... There are enough books and stories about crazy, whacked-out, satanic hillbillies. And besides that, they give good country folks a really bad name. Here's a short dialogue between Zelda and Joseph. Zelda, I hate Christmas. I would never have a Christmas tree. I hate Christians. They make me sick. Joseph responds, Yule trees have been around a lot longer than Christmas trees. The season means a lot of things. You don't have to associate with Christians if they bother you so much. What is the point in focusing on things that upset you? If you hate Christians so much, why do you go to that church and sell your poetry to them? Why are you involved in all that stuff if you hate them so much? Because they're stupid and they'll buy anything. They'll do anything they're told. You say the right words, it's like magic. Poof, money in your pocket. Joseph responds, I'm not a Christian either. I don't turn the other cheek or love everyone unconditionally or sacrifice myself for people. And I don't waste my time hating them and tricking them. I'd rather just trade my skills and be an honest, valuable person. You go to that food pantry and you volunteer there. I don't get it. You mean you're just using? You're just using them? Like infiltrating them or something? Wouldn't it just be easier to be honest about how you feel and who you are instead of spending so much time with all these people you hate so much? Are there more of you? How many more of you are there? Why do you tie yourself 
to something that makes you feel so bad. Just to fill your basement with free food, is that really all it's about? You need to just mind your own business and never mind what I do. You're the one who told me all these things that you're involved in. I wouldn't know about it if you hadn't told me. It's pretty weird. You just do this to yourself, you know? All you do is give this thing that you hate more power over you when all you have to do is walk away and be honest. You just shit up. The end. Okay, so that's that's the story of Joseph. So yeah, you know, those those stories, they, they give everybody a bad name because it's just it's too many nice people. Too many good people out here. Too many nice people. And too many nice people in the city, too. They also get a very bad name. You know, there's a lot of stereotypes that people have about each other that are just unnecessary. And they're just propped up. They're just propped up stereotypes so that people can live off of them. So let's do another really quick fake break right here at this mark. Evoking questions for your smart brain to ponder. 20, 30 minutes tops. Ease into your morning. Bedtime. Wake up. Sleepy time. Without any fear porn or panic media. Smell the inside of your nose. Do it right now. I am Commercial Herschel, and I am here to help. And you can find me at Substack by searching for Commercial Herschel. You can find me at HowTube by searching for Commercial Herschel. You can find me at BitChute by searching for Commercial Herschel. And you can find me at Rumble by searching for Rumble Early Risers. Early Risers. Smell the inside of your nose. Do it right now. I am behind on my videos. I'm going to catch up on those videos, but I have too much to do right now. And also, I'm on stacker.news slash Herschel. That's a really great new Web3 thing. Really neat one. Enjoying it a lot. I find I think it's really an amazing format. And then some Noster. And you can find me at Herschel at Noster if you want. But here's the deal. My newsletter is free. So just sign up for my Substack. It doesn't cost anything unless you want to pay something. You get most everything that I do for free anyway. There's only a few things I charge for. So so that's what that is. Okay, so let's just go now to the question. The question, and then we'll do the send-off after the question. So the question is, the question for the day is, what kind of pathologies are created, emerge, when people are forced to hide who they are? When people aren't who they say they are, what are they building inside there? Like, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, who are these people who exist in society under false pretenses? And what kind of pathologies does that create? And what kind of jobs do those people get? Where do they get employed? So let's do the send-off, which is the same every day, only 
different. I like reading this every day. I mean, it's just been a good thing for me to read every day to keep my head in a really positive space in this weird time that we're living in. This place where we live is not a joke. When I gaze at the stars at night, when I look out over the hills during the day, I am consistently reminded that we live on a planet in space wailing through the galaxy like a screaming rock. We're on such a small planet in such a tiny galaxy that no matter where we are in our galactic cycle, the universe of stars seem immovable. That's incredible. We're a moment, an instant in an infinite universe. We are an infinite in an instant universe. And every event that has ever happened here and that will ever happen here happened simultaneously in the snap of a finger. The instances of existence are so close in proximity that the whole thing is a singular material event. It's essentially over already. It's hard to believe we're even experiencing it. I hope we can be here to do it all again tomorrow. There are people who would say that makes us insignificant. I strongly, very strongly disagree with them. The fact that we are improbable is the very thing that makes us momentous. We are conscious beings who can observe ourselves. We are consciousness observing itself. You are each a refraction of light from a single source. You are the individual and the whole simultaneously. You're a masterful, mysterious, distinctive, and anomalous paradox. And I'd say that's rather significant. In the context of the time that our galaxy is here and the infinitesimal millifraction of time that we each have within that context, the reality of our consciousness and our power to observe and manipulate matter, to use the space, the essence of our energy and planning and time usage in this three-dimensional plane, the influence of our refraction of the source is immeasurably exponential in the cosmic expanse. Because it expands as far as you are able to observe into the infinite universe. Because your observation affects it. When you observe something, you affect it, and it affects you. That's superposition. That's what that is. You are rare. You are not only a body, you have radiance. You radiate. You have light. Your eyes can't see the frequency, but there's light coming off of you. You're a luminescent jewel, and you can shine on yourself from within yourself. You're significant beyond the perception of anyone else. Shine on yourself as you shine on others, and what an honor that you shine on me now. Smell the inside of your nose. (laughs) Do it. Right now.